Tastemakers, not your typical run-of-the-mill stories. We're putting a spotlight on movers and shakers from everyday heroes, social stars to A-list celebs, and what's going down on campus. Yes, it is time for Tastemakers, and tonight I've got an author, a podcaster, a menstrual health activist, Candace Chirwa, on the show tonight. What's happening? I've spoken to you many times, Candice, but I can never get tired of speaking to you because Aww. I feel like you've always got so many gems to share. You are you are a proper youth activist that is all about changing the world, and I'm always so inspired. Thank you so much, Krabble. I think, like I said earlier, off the record, I really just love your energy um, and like the fact that you're always reaching out and you're always like asking period con- questions. Yeah, I'm glad we're having this conversation on air now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been some time. <laughs> I don't know when last we spoke, but now we're in person. We're speaking, and yes. I'm excited. Yes. So it, thank you for having me. Definitely, you, you'd be up at the crack of dawn speaking to me on my yes. show. Uh, that was four to six. Ooh, yeah. yes, I remember. Yeah. Mm, mm, so we're mm. here now, which is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. We are warm and we're ready for the conversation. We have moved on up. I- I'm very excited to to find out about your work as the Minister of Menstruation. But more than anything, I'm also excited to just find out about mm. you and who Candace is and have lots and lots and lots and lots of fun uh, with Candace on the show tonight. Share some love. 0825505151. She's an author. She's a podcast. She is somebody who is so passionate about women and so passionate about young people as well. Candice, you're doing good there? Yeah, I'm doing good. You enjoyed the Beyonce over there? Uh, listen, <laughs> listen, I need Beyonce to come through to Africa. I need her to listen to my daily prayer. I want to just see Cuffit live. And you are the same person that also got to see her when she was here for Global Citizen. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. It's still I not did. enough. And I just feel like we were all very traumatized after Global we Citizen. Were. So in, in case you weren't at the concert, the thing is there was a lot of... Ooh, Ooh, phone snatching, drama. not finding transport. <laughs> People actually had Uber trips that were like 3,000 Rand yeah, and then was, they didn't get a refund. Listen, yeah. there was a point where we had to, because what would. Mm. Was so mm. Go through it. Just look through it. <sighs> like, it's okay. It's a safe space. <laughs> I, I never speak about this night because of how traumatic it was. So at yeah. some point, straight after the concert, everybody's obviously trying to get home, of right? Of course. And your whatever e-hailing service that you use, you're trying to get a ride. Obviously, mm. you need to whip out your phone. Mm. We'd have to like huddle the person who's trying yes, to know. Yes, because you're not sure what's going to happen. Because your phone might get snatched. Oh, no. And what would happen is people were, they were whistling. I don't know. Can you whistle? Yeah, I struggle to whistle. But when you hear a whistle, like a... The air's cold. That was like a signal to be like, yay. Yay, we see a phone. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I'm so troubled by the sound of a whistle. You know what's crazy <laughs> to me is that I only learned about what happened the day after because we were in a bus. Yeah. Um, we were also having the same strategy, my yeah. sister and I, to go to the Sassel. Yeah. But as we were walking towards the Sassel, I just heard a, a voice in my head say, look around. <laughs> and we saw these line of buses. And I just saw oh. a bus that said, Kilani. We ran to that bus. We got in. We pretended like we had our bus tickets. Okay. Yeah. So we didn't pay. But shout out <laughs> to the bus driver. And all we recall is we sat in that bus and we're just hearing like, People, we thought it was just general excitement, right? Because people were screaming. Nah, you know, honey, people were we like were banging on the bus, the bus driver. 
And it was only the next morning when I found out I was hearing all these stories and it also made it onto radio that people were complaining that there was so there was just a lot of danger that night. So <laughs> it was hectic. It was so hectic. Yeah. Yeah, no. Reminiscing a little bit. Yeah, no, I need it to see my therapist. Felt, tomorrow. It, it, it even <laughs> felt good to speak about it because yes. I've been so charmed that I never even speak about that yes. night. Done. No, but let's just remember that like that night alone with Beyonce, Casper in your vest. Beautiful performances. I mean, how many outfit changes does, did Beyonce Listen, do? Listen, she... Okay? She, 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 she showed up for Nelson Mandela, okay? Because <laughs> like, I'm going to show up and show out. I'm going to show y'all all these outfit changes for Nelson Mandela. And that is why she needs to come back. All right, now this sound, Candice, is the sound of a coaster that you need to flip. You need to flip coaster number one. Sure. Yes. Okay. That is your first coaster. What does it say? <laughs> it says Minister of Menstruation. And there we go. Minister of Menstruation. Now, every single time we see your name, hear your name, see you on a poster on TV, on radio, you have one mission and one mission only, and that is to educate people on menstruation and to end period poverty. How did you get started on the cause, and why is it such an important cause for you? Because yeah. obviously when it comes to gender issues, there's so many things to unpack or youth issues but why this cause specifically look um firstly this is a very interesting way of asking <laughs> usually people get into it people are like so why the minister of menstruation but here it was like mystery of like what's under the coaster there we go i thought it was gonna be like and you are got a car and you gotta I was, I was so excited I was, I was so excited um but yeah the, the 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 significance of the minister of menstruation really is something that i always look upon and be like wow can't believe we're here right now um, through the amount of work we've done um, with my with my nonprofit curate, <laughs> where we seek to just educate young people, old people, anyone in between who wants to know about menstrual health, just to make it a normal part of life. Yes. And the reason why I'm so passionate about menstrual health is because of my own personal experience. Um, when I started my period, which was ten, when I was ten years old, mm-hmm. I recall coming from primary school. You know, you had that like public transport situation where everyone yeah. was in like a, a little combi. And I just remember, like, the cramps that I was feeling were different from, like, unusual stomach cramp when you ate a lot of sweets. Yes. So I drank a lot of water during the trip, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe by the time I'm home, it'll make sense. I have medication. And then as, as soon as I got home and I went to the bathroom, I just remember seeing blood. Mm. And it's that moment of, like, panic. Just panic sets in. To me, it felt like the bathroom walls were just getting just smaller. Close like, in, yeah. Closing yeah. in. And I just, I just, I just couldn't fathom what was going on because I didn't have a conversation about puberty mm. prior to it. I didn't, I didn't know anything about mm. like anything happening down there. All I knew is that okay, you pee and you poo, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. But there was no other conversation around like your menstrual health, your reproductive health, and so that was such a terrifying moment for me. And all I recall is that I ran upstairs, got a new pair of underwear. I didn't know what a pad was, so I just took toilet paper. And I just wrapped a lot of toilet paper in, in, in the middle. They call it the gazet, the middle area parting of the underwear. And every like 30 minutes, I'll change because obviously, like, I think blood. so many of us can relate to that completion. Right. I want you to pause that story right there. We're going to go pay some bills. Okay. And we will continue Candace Chirma Choo-choo. on the show tonight for Tastemakers. How did you eventually, did you eventually tell your mom what was going on? <laughs> so obviously now Look, you're confused. You're I'm, seeing blood. Yeah. And I had to wait until my mom got back from work. Okay. She came through and I told her, yo, I'm bleeding. And I think she could tell from like the expression on my face that this is happening. And we had that conversation. But you know, like African parents, yeah. you know when they sit you down across 
across from each other and it's like you burnt the Tupperware or you broke the TV. That was like the mood of the conversation and it just terrified me because I was like, okay, so I'm going through this. I'm going to experience it every single month. I should wear a pad. No one should know about it and that's pretty much it. Yeah, you know, and and, and you're so right. Like I know, for example, my mom's not much of a talker as Mm. well, thank goodness. (laughs) That's... Uh, sex education at my school was not too bad and I also started my period much later, later. like I was already in yeah. high school so I already had all the info okay. because yeah my mom wasn't ask, very did you ever com- have the birds no, and bees no no mm. no my mom was never that kind of person birds bees even when you are in trouble she doesn't want to have a conversation yeah. you're getting grounded you're getting punished and then that's, that's over we move on she's never only now she's starting to become more of a talker because okay. I force her. <laughs> oh, wow. I love that. You're like, I'm going to force you to speak to me, mom. This is happening. Exactly. This is happening. So do you feel like the activism work that you do and, mm-hmm. and the menstrual health work that you do fills that gap for people who also grow up in situations where their parents don't really talk to them about everything? A hundred percent. I think we even see that after the workshops that we do, uh, some students will come to us and be like, okay, so I learned about this. I can say these things confidently and yeah. I'm really empowered about it but then how do I bridge the gap between telling my parents about it and I you know I always say well I think it's really important that you know you have to just have the confidence and, and the way you sort of disseminate that information to your parents will have them feel a little bit more comfortable knowing that you've learned about it because there's always this expectation between parents that their children should learn about this from school yes. but then teachers are obviously assuming that teacher parents are having these conversations with their children so yeah. that leaves children in a really weird space yeah. and recently Cosmopolitan dropped a survey that said that about over 75% of young people are mm. learning about sexual reproductive health on TikTok now I have no worry about the accessibility of TikTok and information but my issue is the creator yes. you never know who the creator is what their biases are and so that is very difficult to just sort of control and so we need to ensure that we are including it in our curriculum as an affirming empowering way for young people to learn about menstrual health to learn about puberty and to learn about sexual health with any form of bias because i think right now education is very like consequence based if you do this this will happen Mm. not if you choose to do this be aware and be open and be this and we need to shift that completely in south africa what i also love though is that through your conversation you speak Mm. so much to men and boys as well which i think is amazing because those conversations about I mean I remember even sex ed in school we used to be separated I didn't Mm. understand that like the boys would be in one class and the girls in the other. Or the boys would be on the field playing sports and then the girls that would be in class. That was so bizarre. Yeah. So I love that you're you're keeping the conversation as one, which I think is very important. Mm. And you're also taking the conversation to workplaces. Yes. Tell me a little about that. Of course. I think it's really important that we recognize that period poverty just doesn't stop at school. It happens after school. That there are people who menstruate who go to work and will live with like period conditions such as endometriosis, which is a severe form of pain on their period, and they still expect it to show up to work. And so the question that we usually ask in these workshops is, how do we create a period positive world? How do we create period equity in a space that allows for um, <clears throat> you know, young people who menstruate who can just focus on their work, be productive, but then their period is also taken care of? Even if 
they feel that their period symptoms aren't too intense, they still have the option to go to a wellness room because mm. they might have intense behavioral symptoms on their period. Mm. So if you're like God's favorite child and you don't experience period cramps, but you might experience intense mood swings, would you not need some time off to just take take a break or would you need not need a, the ability to work from home? And those are the conversations that we're seeing play out now. And I think people are like, oh yeah, so Spain was the first European country to do it. And it's like, no, actually, since 1920, Japan was the first country to actually implement menstrual leave. Oh, that's amazing. Um, <clears throat> uh, the first African country was Zambia with this policy called Mother's Day where you can take up to two days off on your period. And so it's not, it's not something new. It's just because we speak... We don't speak openly about our periods that people then feel like, okay, well, people are just okay on their periods. We should assume everything's fine. And in fact, that's not the case. Listen, I remember in school, Mm. I would have friends and classmates who literally would not be able to come to school every single month on their period for a good two or three days. They physically cannot come to school. They cannot get out of bed. They are missing out on schoolwork, Mm -hmm. everything. And... and nothing, there was no support, yeah. really. It's yeah. like, oh, you missed school, okay, catch up. You know, your friends must help you with what you missed out on. And the expectation <laughs> for, like, young people, to, like, young girls to catch up, especially when they don't constantly have the environment or the resources to do so. So if you're expecting a young girl to catch up and she doesn't have, like, the pad or the underwear, but she has maybe old rags or she's using sandpaper, like they said, newspaper or leaves as a way to manage her period. Mm. And then the state of facilities aren't great in terms of washing their hands. Mm. It creates an environment of anxiety. Absolutely. And so when a young girl then stains her skirt and now she's being uh, bullied or stigmatized because of their period and they have no control over that, of course they're not going to come to school because that's what they're always going to be known for. Mm. So then the further implication is that then they're either going to find themselves um, you know, working and that's child labor or finding themselves in, mar- in marriage situations, which we see in very rural, remote areas in Africa. And that is really unfortunate and just I, because of our period. And that's the thing. And, and, and I think you even explaining and breaking it down that way, some of the consequences mm-hmm. makes one realize just how important the fight against period poverty is exactly. and why people like you and so many other people who have joined the conversation are so important mm. talking about joining the conversation Ooh. what does your next coaster say okay it says it says author <laughs> there we go <laughs> okay i love this because you are an author yes um some of the work that you do i mean in 2019 you debuted as an author mm-hmm. and you wrote what, what was it called again perils of patriarchy perils of patriarchy and yes. then in 2021 i remember uh speaking to you about a book that you co-authored flow uh the, the book, book about, about menstruation yes in your activism, I mean, you use a lot of tools, right? You use mm. social media, you use podcasting. How important do you think books are still mm. today in 2023 in the activism work that you do? Well, period books are so important because it's an access of information that is reliable and accurate. Um and it's also something that is sustainable, something that you can pass down. Mm-hmm. I literally refer to flow the book about menstruation as the Bible of periods, mm-hmm. the A to Z about learning about anything that you need to know, whether it's, um, you know, something about uh, mental health in your periods, or whether it's about learning more about how to be an activist in terms of uh, period positivity. There's so much one can learn with, with flow. But I also think there's, there's room for us to 
um, change the format of how we're educating young people around menstrual health. And it shouldn't just only be books. We can use different mediums and formats such as animations, such, like you mentioned, podcasting, maybe videos as well, <clears throat> just to engage them on a topic that should be normal and a topic that they can embrace with positivity. Um, and so, yeah, books are very important because I know if if I, after 60 years, have left the the, the planet called Earth, I know that this work will still have a legacy and an impact. So that's that's something that I really appreciate about uh, about literature. I love the hardcover books oh, and I'll never let go of them. There is nothing all. like it. Just the smell. Just I still struggle with e-books. Yeah. I, I still struggle with <laughs> the e-books. The brightness and then the... Yeah. yeah. It's not the same. I don't want to read from a tablet. I mm. want to actually read from an actual book. Mm. And also talking about the smell. The smell of a new book or, oh. or the smell... Of an old library book. Yeah, I'm still obsessed with the smell of library books. Uh, and it's just, it's just, you know, the pages when you're turning and you're just there's a there's a connection that you have, especially yes. when you're just like reading and you're finding yourself immensely deep within the literature and the text. It's it's just different. It's different. And the action and the act rather of being able to pass a book down to somebody yes. else, I think, is beautiful. Look, hate the fact that I sometimes borrow people my books and they don't bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> no, name them. Name them on air listen, just tell sometimes them. my bookshelf feels like people come to my house to shop for books <laughs> listen listen Krabble, maybe you need to open your own bookstore you know this what I mean? maybe this, fill in the gap these are like <laughs> precious things that i've been collecting for so long i'm quite a yeah. collector mm-hmm. um but it it's so beautiful to be able to pass down a book to somebody else and they bring it back or they pass it down to someone else mm. you cannot replicate that at all that feeling you it's absolutely cannot Definitely. It's beautiful. Definitely. <laughs> oh, look at us, bookworms. Yeah. <laughs> Candace Chirwa on the show tonight. She's the Minister of Menstruation. Look, her goal is really just menstrual health and speaking to as many young people and old people, literally just everybody. Anyone. Yeah. <laughs> About period positivity. I get to just chat to the most incredible people from social stars, A-listers, youth activists. And that's the thing, Candice. I think for you, why you are actually here on a Tuesday is because that's when I have my social stars. Ooh. And on Mondays, I have everyday heroes. So it was so confusing Mm. when I had to think, okay, on which day does Candice come through? Because she is definitely an everyday hero in terms of the work that she does with menstrual health. Yes. But you're also a social star in my eyes because Mm. you use social media for the activism work that you do. For good, yeah. 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 And then I just chose to choose it. I'm the minister that's available on any day, Shame. (laughs) Thank you very much for that. You're also podcasting. How's that going? A lot of people starting their own podcasts. Yeah, so I have a podcast called What the Relationship Mm -hmm. uh, with my co-host and really good friend, Lungelo. Mm -hmm. And basically every every week we're just talking about love shenanigans, whether it's something that we're seeing trending on social media, Mm -hmm. or whether that's something that's impacting us personally. Mm -hmm. Um, And funny enough, what people don't know is that What the Relationship is a podcast that I started with two of my really good friends in 2020 because there's nothing going on and so we wanted to just keep up to date with like what was happening in our own personal lives how we manage dating um you know as as millennials during a lockdown and that was just really interesting how we had those episodes but now it's obviously transformed into what it is 
and I, I think we're saying off off the air that it's very interesting having to keep up to date with these new podcasts that have like all this incredible equipment and still trying to be genuine and authentic and, re- and you know relatable mm-hmm. um, and right now I'm trying my best not to be driven by the analytics but or rather just to be driven by the stories that we tell because yeah. um, we I should never underestimate the people that listen to our podcast they could yes. be you know someone that's always an avid listener there could be new people who want to listen but yeah it's a really interesting journey and that's the thing you can't just now stop doing the work that you do just because when you looked at your analytics only five people listened you exactly. have touched those five lives exactly that's and the that's thing. why you must keep going i'm gonna keep on going because he said so all right so candace that was actually supposed to be your drum roll because you got a coaster to flip i have got candace chirua who is the minister of menstruation on the show Okay, what does it say? It says five second rule. Ooh, that's a game. That's a new game that we're gonna play. I'm okay. actually trying that game out for the very first time. Ooh. I told you you never know what is coming on five nights. One minute we're talking about your activism work, the next we're playing games and I'm asking you silly questions. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, is there a prize to be won? I don't know. The prize is just Caramel. The prize Caramel. is <laughs> No one's ever actually asked me if there's a prize. <laughs> no, we're ready. Let's let's go for it. Let's okay, go cool. For so it. five second rule is I've literally got a timer that goes on for just five seconds. Okay. You're gonna name a couple of things in five seconds. Oh. Okay. okay. And you'll only know those things when I already kick off the timer. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, let's go. Name three women you look up to. Wow. Uh ooh, Zaleka. Um and no 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 no, no wait Zuleika Patel um Beyonce and my mom nice Damn. okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so now that was a good test to see okay okay oh, cool wow. all right are you ready yes name three things you binge watch mm, uh The Crown mm-hmm. uh Keeping Up with the Kardashians and Love Island nice nice you see you got mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. okay three things Ooh. you keep hidden. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Search <What>? history. No. <laughs> I actually don't know. What are three things you keep what hidden? Like, that people that I... don't know. No, but like, I mean, I wouldn't keep pads hidden. Because, yeah. Because, you know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, that's fine. So what, uh, you, your partners, whoever you date? I don't, I don't know if I, you're dating someone. Are no, you dating? I'm dating someone, but I wouldn't, okay, keep, I wouldn't keep something from them. Like, they know my password to my phone and devices. Do you hide the person from the public as the minister? Yes, I do. <laughs> you see that? Yeah, I do. That is something I hide. Yeah, there true. we go. That's something you hide. Okay, cool. Uh, your next one. Okay. Besides coffee, three things you can get in a coffee shop. Oh, a croissant, a still water, and a sandwich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. Okay, cool. Uh, still on the food topic, three things you refuse to eat. Oh, uh, obviously I can't have beans because I'm allergic to beans. I cannot. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm having way too much fun with right. this. Okay, we're going we're gonna to do another one. Love it. Three ways to mm-hmm. cure a hangover. Oh, chicken licking, uh, chocolate uh, tablets, smooth yes. tablets, and then I would assume water. Yes, definitely. And mind you, I don't even drink. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That's the thing, right? Because sometimes there are just friends you need to help right. out when they are just down. Designated drivers. <laughs> exactly. Okay, three things you say when you're surprised. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Um, there we go. <laughs> 
Oh, that was good. That deserves an applause. That was good. Candice Chirwa, the Minister of Menstruation, on the Five Nights Tastemakers feature for tonight. She's absolutely incredible. She's a youth activist. She's an author. She's a podcaster. She's really just changing the world one period at a time. And we continue to chat to her up next. Tastemakers on Five Nights. Five FM. We've been having such important conversations around period poverty, period positivity, and all the incredible work she does as a young person in South Africa. And what we're going to do right now is you're going to flip your next coaster. Sure. And I'm also going to introduce you to some guests yes. <laughs> that I have on the show tonight in the next hour. But they're actually going to join us, and I'll tell you why in just a moment. Okay. What does it say? It says TENS device. <laughs> TENS device. <laughs> now, there is this device that Candace carries with her everywhere. Yep. And essentially, this device gives people the experience, the feeling of what period, period pains cramp, feel yeah. like. So it's right? a period cramp simulation device. So They're, basically what it's designed for is that if you are someone who menstruates and you experience really intense period cramps, you won't feel your period cramps as much because it basically sends electrical waves to your brain. To tell your uterus to stop contracting. Mm-hmm. But if you are a non-menstruator, majority men who don't menstruate, it will tell your brain to do the opposite. Therefore, feel period cramps. Now, that's yes. why <laughs> coming up on the Pop Nights chart, that's coming up in just a moment. I've got the sex twins on the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and Candace and I decided to hijack them a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening, Wade? What's happening, Kyle? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, Karabo? Yeah, thank you for having us. <laughs> now, you guys are basically going to experience this device. Yeah, this is the first time we're both doing this. Super, super <laughs> nervous, but let's do it. All right, pain threshold. I mean, you guys are literally identical twins, and but I know that in terms of pain, you can't handle the same pain. I'm a twin too. I know there are many differences. Wade, how's your pain threshold i'm gonna be honest i have no idea up until now so i think we'll find out in the next five or so minutes <laughs> okay cool kyle yeah, i'd like to say weights is higher than mine but i think we'll find out in the next few minutes <laughs> okay cool shall we <coughs> get started this? i all think right. so all right wade and kyle you'll see the small device in the middle there's a button in the middle just click and hold it until you see a light come on well, it's like not it's not it's not even i assure you you'll see a, a light that'll come on Okay, cool. So you see the buttons plus and minus. The plus is on your left, the minus is on your right. So you'll click plus, but when you click plus, just count. So just click one, two on the plus button. One, two, two. Sure, okay. So we're at level two, right? Yeah. Okay, do you feel anything? No, not Okay, let's go up to to level four. Click twice again. Oh, okay, yeah, now I can start feeling something. (laughs) (laughs) What are you feeling now? Go on, level four. I feel like like I'm invincible. And mind you, there are 40 (laughs) levels. Okay, are you guys, are are they both on? I I think, yeah. Kyle's not reacting at all. Mine's mine's reacting, whoa, mine's reacting a lot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It feels like, they both. You're both on level four and there's 40 levels, all right? So let's go up to level six, click twice. Why do I feel like I'm on level 40 already? (laughs) Are you even Ah! (laughs) talking? Alright, so on level six, let's see if we can get to level eight. Oh, Whoa! I'm, I'm Click twice. Ah. Oh! <laughs> it feels like I don't know. I get, yo, for me, it feels like um, 
if I've ever been to it's like, like Biokinetics or something, yeah. there's like that tingly thing that you use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, mm. like, it's like one of those those shock toys that you used to get when you're younger and you yeah. pull it. Yeah. That's and, it, it and, it like comes, and it comes in a wave. So it's like a, basically like a contraction. <laughs> so it, if you leave it for some time, it goes in and it goes out. So we're on level eight. Yeah. Do you think we can get to level 10? I feel like I'm on level 15. Let's click twice. <laughs> level 10. Ooh. Ooh. This, mm. is, this is a funny feeling. It, it catches you unexpectedly. I'm not going to lie. It That's does. exactly what period cramps feel, feel like, guys. I feel, I feel so hyped right like now. Random. They right. like random. They come at you randomly. Okay, what level do you think you could get to? And then I want to see if you can try and stand. That's always the ultimate test. Okay. Yeah, Kyle, think, stand. Kyle's think, been sitting. Yeah, oh, you're both sitting. Stand. Okay, slow motion can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On level ten. I feel like I can get to fifteen. Okay, let's get to level fifteen. I think, I think that's me. <laughs> so let's let's get let's let's climb up to five levels. One, Seven. two. Oh. Three. Yo, my my right leg's starting to yeah. vibrate now. Four. Really? Thirteen. Five. Okay. <laughs> do you think you could? Do you think you could sit it again? I just want to see just you how you. You try the sitting parts. My left leg is like shaking. Oh, 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 oh! I'm, <laughs> I'm literally cramping now. <laughs> it's just like a shock wave going through my body. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're wondering what is happening here, Wade and Kyle from the Sax Beat Twins are on the show today. Kenya Chirma, who is the Minister of Menstruation, is basically making them feel and experience what period cramps feel like i feel like they should do their whole radio interview with the period cramps <laughs> and see if you can focus on answering the questions because we have to go through this every month we have to work we have to go to school exactly. and we have to deal with and live with these things so exactly. i right. can fetch these devices from you it's fine <laughs> <laughs> all right take it higher take it higher okay i went down one there just while sure. we were chatting but okay, okay so, so on level 14, 14 yeah 14 yeah you can go higher 15 sure. no, I, I, I can't go higher than 15 <laughs> really is that bad yeah, so it's like, it's like a vibration down both my legs. Yeah. And it starts like cramping. Like yeah. You literally feel a cramping. I feel like the vibration is just going to move throughout your whole body eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Tomorrow, Kyle, can you go higher? you're just going to do your... one more. Okay. Yeah. Okay, one more. One more. Be my mat uh, people get to level 40, but barely. Ooh, this is... It's weird. It's like... So the things are attached to my, my stomach, but it's like it's moving down my leg. Like, yeah, get to level 15 and then you'll know about it. I, I think I'm on level 15 right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's just counting all the levels. Like, I think I'm on level 14. Uh, no, no, we know what level you're on. Well done, boys. No, I think you survived. You I really think job. you did survive. Nice one. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much, James. That Those are the Sex <laughs> Twins. I'm hanging out with them in the next couple of minutes. Guys, go make some tea and coffee. <laughs> Thanks for being a great sport. Hot water bottle, Nurofen. Oh, yep. Now you know what we go through. The boys are on the show tonight. <laughs> They're debuting their brand new single on the Five Nights Pop Chart. We'll chat to them in just a moment. Still hanging out with Candace. We'll say goodbye to her up next. Candace, love your work. Thank the you. The boys were in pain. They were in pain. I enjoyed that a little too much. Listen, it's so great to see. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Tastemakers on Five Nights. Five FM. Angus Chirwa, the Minister of Menstruation. I could chat to you forever and ever and ever. There's always just 
something new to learn yeah. when it comes to our period. Definitely. I think 5FM, co-host, let's <laughs> you, go. You know what I'm you saying? What, I'm saying? <laughs> what I also love, though, is how the Saxby twins, who are joining me in a couple of minutes and mm-hmm. debuting a, a new song of theirs, got to experience what period cramps feel like. They couldn't stand. I need to post that video. It is hilarious. It's so funny. They struggle <laughs> to stand. They struggle to sit. And even, I think it was Kyle who was like, oh, I don't feel anything. I must be invincible. And then, like, the next level up, he was like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> I'm feeling something. I can't do this. Yeah. Literally losing it. What is a practical way we can mm-hmm. be there for our loved ones who menstruate? Yeah, I think for men, this is an important conversation, right? Because they do know menstruators in their lives, whether it's the daughters, their wives, or someone they're dating who's a menstruator, or whether you work with people who menstruate. Um, it's really just asking the simple question, what can I do to help? Yeah. Whether it's providing the period products, whether it's getting the painkillers, or saying, you know what, I'm going to assist with maybe taking on more work than, than yeah. usual. Anything that you can do is really, really fundamental because that's how we build a period positive world. But Mm. I think fathers also play a fundamental role in building it to their daughters, right? And having those conversations openly and creating those safe spaces to say, if at any point you want to learn about this or you feel uncomfortable about this period product, I can be your person that you can speak to and let's have those safe spaces. So, yeah, we can't just make period poverty and periods just a woman and girls thing only. It's It's everyone's conversation. Mm -hmm. And I feel like men need to be involved equally involved in the conversation as much as we as we are yeah and you going out to buy me a box of tampons or a packet of pads or whatever it's not me asking you to go mine gold it's basically easy thing listen period care package involves my period products chocolate my favorite snack and money Thank, Thank you. you very much. And mm-hmm. also don't tell me about how I'm being such a horrible person no. because of my mood swings. Which I have no about. control over. I don't have control over it mm-hmm. and I don't need you reminding me as well that that's why I'm acting a certain way. Like, exactly. Don't tell me that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was, that was very personal. You could hear. No. It came from the it depth was, of my It soul. was directed to someone. <laughs> it was directed at, at someone. <laughs> All right. Last round. 10 minutes after 9 o'clock. I've kept you here for so long, Candice. I'm having way too much fun. Okay. What is your... Last coaster saying lessons in, in 60, 60 seconds. seconds. All right, I'm going to mention a word and you tell me in that category a lesson or just something profound that you want to say about that particular thing. Okay. 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 Yes, we're getting deep. I know. We go from laughing to being deep and then laughing again. Wow. Okay. 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 Cool. All right. Because you've got a lot of gems to share and I feel like I in a I lot do. of categories except menstruation is you've got other things to share too okay, so let's, let's do this lessons in 60 seconds mm-hmm. are you ready i'm gonna count us down three two one love wow um always go for someone who will always make you happy uh don't go for the face value don't chase the material elements of it because mm-hmm. uh, those things can fade easily Always make sure that you're finding someone who has the values that are intrinsic and will never change because those things are very fundamental to make the relationship last. I love that. And I think never compare your relationship to what other people do. Yes, and uh, social because media. Because your relationship is yours. Okay. And so if someone has got the cars and the things and the thing, don't worry, it will happen. It there will we come go. for you. Family. Your love is unique. Family. Yes. <clears throat> There's more. Ooh, damn. Um. Sure. You never know when it's going to be your last moment with oh. your family. So always keep them cherished. But also also hold your family accountable, especially when you have those family members that are always constantly commenting on your weight. So just make sure you're loving them, but also holding them to account. There we go. Health. Health. Oh, my goodness. Always go for checkups. Yes. Always consult with your doctors. Make sure that you're okay. Do whatever you can to be healthy. There we go. And life. Ooh. 
we only have one life to live. Mm. And so make sure you're living it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're fulfilling your own purpose mm -hmm. and you're not fulfilling it for anyone else. And make sure that no one's telling you how to live your own life because it's yours. Oh, changing the world one period at a time. Candice Chewa, who is the Minister of Menstruation. She's a podcaster. She's an author. She's really a change maker, a taste maker. Thank you mm. so much for being on the show tonight. Continue to do the incredible work that you do. You're also somebody we don't celebrate now that Youth Month is coming up, but somebody we celebrate every single day because you're constantly doing the work every single day. Thank you well done. so much. Well I appreciate done. you and thank you for to the 5FM land yeah. for listening in. Uh, you know what to do. Follow your Minister of Menstruation on social media. Especially if you want someone like your boyfriend or your father to experience period cramps. We always set that up. <laughs> yes, yes. We always set that, that up. You, you, you come to the house, they jog, yeah. they must wear the device. Anyway. They can, they, can, they can actually feel what, what this it feels, feels like. like. No, know that I'm a minister that works, okay? I, uh, and that I'm an accessible minister. <laughs> so if you need me, I will be there. Uh, she will definitely be there. Candace Chirma on the socials. Do check her out. She's absolutely incredible. Candace, got too much love for you. I love you. Tastemakers on Five Nights with Carabo.